Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back. We're into the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike. 2.51 is the time. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things here as we wrap up the, the program. Gas prices. G- gas prices are absolutely on the rise, and you've seen this certainly if you have filled up the tank lately. Uh, we'll get into that in just a moment and see how it may impact uh, you know, some of the road trips you may have on the horizon. Uh, and if, if you've noticed what I'm seeing, what AAA has been measuring across the country, and in particular here in Utah, uh, we're spiking pretty high. They've got these maps that look out at the prices across the country. Uh, red is bad and blue is good. Uh, red means that you've got some spike in prices, uh, and then blue, oh, that's good. That means you're uh, kind of uh, you know in the clear. And if you look here on this map I've got in front of me, uh, we got Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Utah, uh, Arizona, everything here on the West Coast is red, red, red. Most expensive prices in the country right now. Uh, according to the AAA, average here in the state of Utah is uh, $3.15. And now, interestingly, as you make your way east, which is good for me as I'm on a road trip uh, next weekend, traveling eastward, the prices uh, come down a bit. Colorado, their average just shy of $3. Keep going east to Kansas. Uh, just over two and a half dollars. Missouri, same same deal. Illinois, though, I don't know what's going on over there. I'll have to circumvent Illinois. They're north of three dollars. Uh, but as uh, I continue my virtual road trip here, Kentucky, uh, two dollars seventy cents as an average. Uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, two and a half, two dollars and seventy four cents. And then let me zoom in here. Oh my gosh, the District of Columbia, uh, three dollars and five cents is the average right now. We'll get into that in just a moment. And look at uh, if we have time. Look how 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 it might be impacting our uh, a road trip travel. Uh, but first, I want to just to get a last few words here in on the the vaccine. Earlier today, we were lucky to speak with uh, Governor Spencer Cox. It was his announcement of last week that let it be known that today, today, Wednesday, March twenty fourth, that eligibility for the COVID-19 vaccine here in the state of Utah, at least, uh, would be open to all those Utahns 16 plus. That puts Utah on a very, very short list. In fact, a list of only four states across the whole uh, United States of America, Alaska, Mississippi, Arizona and Utah are now the only four states, uh, unless there have been some surprise announcements throughout the day. 
<laughs> when we were compiling things here this morning, that was the sum total of the list of states uh, able to or where those residents 16 plus would be able to get their I was going to say get their hands on the vaccine, but that's not exactly how it works. It's get the vaccine, whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, so if you if you haven't yet signed up, make your way over to, well, you can start at kslnewsradio.com. We can uh, navigate your way over to many of the, the resources out there. That's pharmacies, uh, grocery stores, uh, health departments, and hospitals that are all sites now distributing the, the COVID-19 vaccine. Demand is very high. That means that booking an appointment may be very difficult. Be patient. Stick with it. The governor announced that uh, in short order, we will be here in the state of Utah on the receiving end of a massive batch of Johnson & Johnson. So that's very good. Uh, I, I want to share with you some more of what the, the, the governor had to say. You heard me mention Alaska and Mississippi. I asked about communication between the state of Utah and those states. Are there other commonalities? Are there lessons to be learned or taught? Uh, as we move forward. And the truth is, and you'll hear the governor talk about this, Utah is, in many regards, setting the pace for the rest of the country. Last week, we talked about a study that was conducted looking at the spacing between students in the classroom, specifically elementary students. You know, the, the guidance, for the most part, in terms of social distancing has been six feet or more. Well, here in the state of Utah, we found about 20 schools where the average distance between uh, those youngsters in the classroom was only three feet. They found that the transmission was incredibly low. Anyway, those studies were compiled, they were studied, they were analyzed, and they were picked up by the CDC, who now, thanks to observations made right here in the state of Utah, are recommending that schools uh, return to uh, you know, more, more cramped quarters. Now, I don't mean that uh, as a negative. I mean that they're going to be able to get more students into the classroom now, which I don't need to bore you again with my position on that, uh, is a very positive thing. Anyway, uh, here's what the governor said about what other states are learning from Utah. I I talk regularly with, uh, with governors. We have weekly calls with both the National Governors Association and the Republican Governors Association. And so we, we've all been sharing best practices and talking about what's working and not working. Um, and and the, the truth is uh, they, they've been asking Utah how we've been doing things a lot. Um, we're, you know, it's a little easier for us because we have such a young population um, that for a third of our state isn't eligible for the vaccine, which means that we can, you know, we, we can use our vaccine on, on the adult populations and, and be able to expand a little quicker. But but as of last week, we were fifth in the nation for getting shots into arms. So that's that's great news, and that's allowed us to move faster than some other states. One of the themes that you hear me bring up from time to time is the 12% of Utahns, at least according to the the most recent polling done on uh, vaccine hesitancy. I asked the governor, as we had occasion to speak earlier today, what message he might have for those 12% who are hesitant about getting a vaccine. I, I hope, at least we're seeing this so far, that as more and more people get the vaccine and tell their friends and families about it, and they see things coming back to normal, they see that the side effects are, are very minimal and uh, that, that we're getting rid of this, this disease, that they'll be willing to get it. It's safe. It, it's effective. We don't have a single person uh, hospitalized or that has died after getting the vaccine from the coronavirus or the vaccine, which is just incredible. It shows how well the, these vaccines 
vaccines are working. And we're going to have some real targeted ads trying to reach out to those those groups that are, are hesitant. And, and, and this is one where it, it helps you, but it helps everyone. The more people we get vaccinated, the more likely we are to get rid of this disease forever. Now, the la- last last portion of my conversation with the governor I want to share with you has to do with the way that vaccines will be distributed uh, coming April. He's very optimistic about being able to, uh, at least in, in some part, move beyond the need for, uh, for appointments. In fact, there someday may be, someday soon, the hopes of the governor are that we'll be able to simply walk in. And we'll, we'll announce those in our Thursday press conferences as they become available. Um, right now, again, as you said, there are lots of places to, to find it. One, one of the best that I've found is uh, vaccinefinder.org, um, and that will show you all of the different locations within a radius. You can go up to 50 miles away. Um, everybody that has one and, and their websites, you can go and try different sites until you find the right one for you. Uh, I've been clicking and clacking on vaccinefinder.org myself, and it is a, it's a wonderfully comprehensive tool. There are others out there, uh, but this is, this is one uh, that, uh, that I have found to be pretty helpful. Again, vaccinefinder.org. Don't forget, vaccine has two C's in it, vaccinefinder.org. You can also, while you're there, search by vaccine type if you have any, uh, any preference. You don't need a preference, though. Any vaccine, uh, at least in my humble opinion, and uh, <laughs> that's formed by science, uh, is that they're all good. If you can get one, good for you. Go ahead and get it. All right, that's going to do it uh, for me today. I promise tomorrow we'll spend less time on the vaccine. Today was just a big milestone day in terms of the vaccine in Utah. We'll move on to new topics tomorrow. Right now, though, it's time for Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News right here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.